nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at TomBernardShow.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18-hole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to TomBernardShow.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. TomBernardShow.com. Keyword passport. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, joined by Bob Sansevier Sports, brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. So, Sanny, what's the latest? Well, you got your NFL playoffs this weekend. And to me, the most interesting thing is after the playoffs are over, which coaches that get knocked out in the first round will also get fired. This has been an incredible Ooh. year for firings. Real, absolutely. And by the way, Bob, have they pretty much all been firings, not guys just one? Well, Nick Saban had to step aside. I'm well, that sure. was different college football. I mean, yes, he, different. I, he, I don't think he was fired. He left yeah. on his own, but all the other ones were shoved out. I mean, Pete Carroll did not want to leave. Belichick, yeah, mutually. Whenever it's mutual, it means they were fired. True. They were given the op. They what they did is they cut a deal to make sure they got the money, and uh, that was due to them. And uh, that one that was not unexpected. But Kraft, I mean, I don't know the loyalty thing. He should have let Belichick decide when he was done. He gave him six freaking Super Bowls. He did indeed Super Bowl victories, as a yeah. matter of fact. But I just I used to run into Bob Kraft once in a while. I, uh, he's an interesting guy, not a huge personality. Have you ever noticed that about him? You don't really see him talking much because no. Belichick and Brady were the face of that franchise yeah, and true. Kraft would be there to get the Super Bowl trophy. Well, plus wasn't he busy picking up hookers or something? What did he do? Uh, I think he, he liked the, was it the massage parlor or What's something? Yes, it was a massage parlor. Exactly. But he, uh, yeah, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got a wife who, what is he? 80 to probably 60 years younger than well maybe not 60 yeah but i think he went for the younger bride or he, girlfriend every time i used to run into him he had a bunch of women with him and not one guy he was the only guy with a bunch of women well, not for weird. him well yeah good for him absolutely i'm sure it was good looks and charisma it had nothing to do with the billions he's worth <laughs> I have not, we were just talking about that bob driving down you know we're talking about mar-a-lago and all that stuff and then every house near it is, you know, 50, 70 million dollars. The cheapest one was like 35 million. We're talking about the fact that even if you had 25 million dollars in cash, you still couldn't buy that house because you need the 25 million to live on, apparently. Well, taxes must be, you know, are are there million dollar taxes down there? They've got to be, right? Oh, I'm Pretty sure. I am sure. Every every state in the union's got million people paying a million bucks in tax. Well, actually, that that's a I guess it's a curious question because they have no state income tax. Is that where they get their money? I mean, if you buy a pair of pants, it's no tax here. Is there what's the tax on clothing in Florida? They got to have one, right? It's uh 7%. Okay, so they make up their money by goods you know, goods and services taxes and by property taxes it have to be more there than they are here. Or well, are they not? I will tell you something, Bob. It's funny you mentioned that because I looked it up after I saw this this claim that 
Uh, Florida is very, very bad for poor people because you get hurt by the sales tax. It's too yeah. much sales tax, right? Yeah. I did not know this, but I looked it up and went, Minnesota has one of the highest tax rates in the country. And then the sales tax, Florida is 7%. Minnesota is at 9%. Well, see, I don't understand about, and this is going to happen. So we are one of the few states that I've been to where you don't pay tax on clothing. I'm shocked they haven't hit us yet with that. And I know it's coming. Well, I mean, they're already charging about $8 billion for every time you work. So, I mean, 9% sales tax is pretty damn high. Oh, it's absurd. And you know, But they know what they'll do. They'll find a way to give a special card to the people who don't make enough money to pay sales tax. Yeah. You know, so you'll be exempt true. from yeah. it so that they got it. Because all these progressives, they, won't, they can't uh, add a tax to people, the people that keep voting them in. I just I like to know why one party's conservative and the other one's progressive, and they both are not conservative nor are they progressive. They just badmouth each other every chance they get. How is that either progressive or conservative? It's not. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum, Bob. There's no question about it. Yeah, I have. I've, I've turned. I was talking to these guys earlier this morning about that. I, I have a good time now watching the the national news in the morning because it's just so laughable. These people are. Oh, you hear that guy? He's the devil. I was like, settle down for Christ's sake. I know you're trying to do a sales job here and get your message through. Yeah. Relax. Calm down. Right? One of the one of the best things to watch now, I because I'm on social media a lot. There's a guy and he, he represents, I think, a consortium of uh of African uh you know media or newspapers. Simon Atiba is his name. Yeah, I know who that is. It, follow him. He's hilarious. Really? And he has this long running feud with the uh the, the spokesperson that um the one with the three names, Kareen blah 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 blah. Oh yeah yeah but they do not get along at all. He can't, yeah because he, he's always calling her out. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's a very but actually I was telling these guys earlier this morning, it's got me to a good frame of mind where I just look at it as a complete joke. And it actually when they go after each other, puts me in a good mood because it's like you are so desperate. You have to do that. I mean, seriously, God, what a bunch of losers. And if they're going after each other, they're not going after you. So there's a plus. Well, there you go. If they're not going after me, I'm kind of happy about yeah. that. That works for me. It's You've true. had enough of that in your lifetime. Don't these people all seem like they just got out of their college fraternity or sorority house? That's kind of what they still act like. I'm still a college kid. No, well, you're actually 40. Well, they they uh, they do stay in that mode. But you know what's interesting, too? Yeah. One of the best lines I ever got from someone was John Gallardi. And he talked about, because every year he had the same age kids that he coached, and mm-hmm. he never felt he got old, and he avoided mirrors. Because he said, when I go by a mirror, I see this old man looking at me, and he, he never felt that. But think about that yourself. I mean, do you really feel that much different than you did 40 years ago in terms of, you know, your, your not mind? Not at all. Not That's at what all. I, none of us, right? No. There's a little maturity going on, but not a ton. Not until a ton you, of maturity. Until you hit that mirror. So... I'm gonna. What is it when after a death? I think uh, the Jewish faith they cover the mirrors. Cover the mirrors. Yeah. I'm gonna do that every day. <laughs> See, I leave the mirrors uncovered to just because I grew up Catholic, so we have ghosts and shit. So you I don't start to look in the mirror and see if somebody's sneaking up on me. You know what but I mean? See, you know where you'd be screwed. Vampires don't have a reflection. Oh, that's right. They don't have a reflection. So you wouldn't see them coming, but the ghosts, you might see something Indeed. in there. Amateur. And also, bond. what I'm trying to do because of the age thing, trying to hide my beak so that my big nose doesn't look bigger. 
So right now, <laughs> look, the, is a ball on my uh, microphone where my nose should be? Do you think yes. we should make all people in radio management wear capes because they're vampires? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, well, if they had the cape, you could see the reflection of the cape. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. Well, that's actually a good question. On the Any of you vampire experts? Because if they have a cape on, will you see the cape in the mirror and just not their face? Well, what about their clothes in general? Exactly. DJ sounds like he knows the answer. Well, I, I think the big thing you're forgetting is vampires have to be invited into your home to begin with. They can't enter what a premise. Yes, yeah, that's like an oh. old like rule for them for some reason. They can't. I don't buy that because vampires are they're they're tricksters. That, they're well, also, yeah, but they're also they don't they don't have any rules. The whole inviting thing. I don't buy that. I think they're coming in if they want. And I don't buy the garlic thing either. Oh, They're no. coming after you. They're coming after you. I agree. Nosferatu, Bob. That's all I have to say. Max Schrenk. Wasn't that his name? I believe so, yeah. I believe you're One right. One of the most hideous men ever born because he didn't wear any makeup, I think, for that. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Yeah. He was not a looker. Well, remember I tried. Who was it on the show? I said you look a lot like Rondo Hat, and then you. It wasn't one of you guys. It was somebody else. And no, you said up. that to me a few times. Oh, it was you? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Rondo. <laughs> and he was a good-looking guy before he got that disease or whatever it was. Disease. I didn't know he had a disease. I thought he just kind of grew homely but as he got older. Without that, he never would have been in movies. And that's true. You're absolutely right. Because he was so big, gruesome looking. So Sanny. Yeah. What's the latest in the sport? I know that the, the Twins are really busting their ass to try to get as many superstars oh. as they can. Tom, I think they and the Dodgers have gone out of their way to, to build a roster in the offseason. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, to me, what to me the most fun story of the day involves ESPN. Did you hear what they did? No. With the Emmys? No. College game day, they'd always put up for an Emmy. But until 2023, if you were the host – and they put the college game day up. You could win like a, a, a an Emmy for being as an individual as the host, but they could not get an Emmy if they're part. You know, you could not put the co the host name in like the production crew. So what they were doing is, you know, Aaron Andrews. Well, Aaron was Eric. Sam Ponder was Steve Ponder. Really? And they they got Emmys for these people. These bogus names took off the uh, inscription and put Sam Ponder on and like Aaron Andrews and gave them the Emmy because I, they said, they, I think the claim was, well, the egos on these people, they felt they wanted to get a part of it. So they've called back, they've gotten back 37 of the Emmys that they gave out. Oh. Some won't give it back. This Linda Cohn, um, you know who she is, right? If you watch ESPN, mm -hmm. she did a thing not long ago where she put all three of her Emmys. Well, three of them were bogus and only one of them was real. Oh and, my uh, God! Why would you do that? Make up a phony Emmy for yourself? Ugh. Well, they didn't do it for themselves. It was done by like the producers because oh, they okay. wanted to get them the Emmys, and I, I guess it was an ego thing. And they figured they'd, you know, rather than give them more money, they'll give them an Emmy. It was I stupid. Guess. But I mean, that's like a, that. That's a pretty good size story. But I don't think you'll find that story on ESPN.com. Wait, I you're, didn't see it there. You're saying that. The show, so let's say NFL Live or whatever show on ESPN. Yes, the production crew won an Emmy. Emmy. But the, you, you, the, but the on air talent on air, didn't get one. They would have to be in their own category. Oh, they couldn't okay. get one for like so they, NFL Today. They won it for production, not yes. for college the game air. day. Okay. Yeah, but gotcha. they, they figured out they'd put in a fake name. Then, uh, and it always was the initials of the real mm -hmm. person. And the oh, names were so darn close. Like Jen Brown was Jen Brownsmith. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, take, I don't do a lot hate of imagination. It. They're, they're at least Emmy adjacent. Yeah. But that's the same thing for like, you know, um, for Oppenheimer, that's like putting like Clark Murphy on a thing for Oppenheimer's production. But then mm-hmm. like, so let's say Cillian Murphy or Killian Murphy, whichever the pronunciation is, doesn't win best actor. Then he just gets an Oscar for it. You Here's know? the difference. He would know that these people would get the Emmy in the mail. No, oh, another Emmy. I just Why did they do this? Why did they do it? Well, they think some of it has to do with just the ego of the on-air people is what they claim. Well, some of them, but but also, when you give them an Emmy, they may want more money. So that doesn't make sense. You know, what's weird, Bob, is that it's fun, funny you bring that up because I was just thinking about how f- the national news people, the actors, all, bigger egos than they've ever had. Mike, everybody has a massive ego now. Based on what? You're sitting in front of a camera reading the news. Oh, boy, what a talent. <laughs> and who cares? Well, I I think the uh, the cleaning woman over at uh, the place you used to work has a Marconi proudly on their mantle. Yeah. She threw it in the garbage. Because I threw mine away. That's right. She And then she took it and put it on. She told me she put it on their mantle at home. She has, she has an award <laughs> I wonder if she took my name off it. That would have been kind well, of. Well, you put. It's not that hard to take it off and put another one on to get it. You know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You just that get is. a new nameplate. No, look, all that stuff is wonderful. It's very, very nice, and all the rest of it. But that happened. The reason I threw mine away is because I thought somebody else deserved it more than I did. But I won't even tell you who that is, because I don't like them anymore. Yeah. Well, then, he starts laughing. Well, I didn't he know could... my mic was on. That just made me laugh. <laughs> he could be talking about I just, you I and me, Brittany. I so I usually might, you know, mute my mic, but that made me laugh. It was either Brittany or Bob. I can't remember who it was that yeah. I thought deserved the award more than I did. So I, I have neither received nor deserved an award in my life, and I'll probably go my whole life with that same mantra. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a tip, and this is a true story, because I've been lucky enough. I've won all kinds of that kind of yeah. stuff. All it does is piss other people off you work with. That's all that happens. They're not happy for you. They're pissed off at you because you won and well, they didn't. And I'm a perfect, not with you, but I'm a perfect example. The uh, the year, one of the years, the, the gopher scandal, right? Yeah, the basketball okay. scandal. Yep. Uh, myself and there were three or four others. We did a lot of work on it. Now, the, George Dorman was the lead. I mean, he, he started it. But we got a lot of the information. We did a lot of the work. We, all of us, were on every award, every national award except one, the Pulitzer. We were put in as an investigative team, mm-hmm. but they had another investigative team that the Pulitzer uh, Committee, they wanted to give it to, so they moved it to beat reporting. So George, you know, he got the Pulitzer as an individual after the rest of us all were, uh, you know, were part of the every other award. So... If I do a resume, it's going to say was part of an investigative team that won a Pulitzer Prize, which is the truth. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's, it, was, it was great to get these other awards, but the Pulitzer is the one in journalism anyone ever talks but about. Isn't that kind of the same as, like, ESPN's on air going, yeah, we were a part no, of a it's pro- not. I we didn't were say part I of a, a We were part of a team that, no, you know. No, they and then got they... the Emmy. They actually the, got the Emmy. The I don't have any Pulitzer is... on my mantle. The good news is, is Bob will never have to make a resume, so this doesn't even go into play. It's true. Ever. Very true. So we don't even. Bitch. To, we don't even. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're self-employed. Well, what, 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 what if I decide to start a new career? <laughs> you're not wrong that I am a bitch, but that does not apply here. B-I-C-H. No. Go B-I-C-H. All you do is 
All you do is break people down and step on them. I'm all the bitches. You're mean. That poor baby of yours. What do you do to her every day? Just knock her down? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. What are you doing this weekend, Bob? I'm finding a warm place to huddle. Gonna huddle. You're gonna huddle in. Yeah, I, uh, you know, you and you know Steve Hukowski. He gave some great tips about if your electric or your if your heat goes out. And by the way, to everyone out there, change your filter because your your oh yeah uh, your furnace is not going off this weekend. It's gonna run overtime. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, when when we get off the air, I'm gonna go change mine uh, just to be safe and and help that. Um, but you know, get the fire. If you do lose it, get the fireplace going and. Uh, don't put the gas stove on, though, if you got the electric one. You know, do that sort of thing. Friend of mine's dad, true story, Bob. You keep reminding me of all these magnificent moments in my life. I was talking to him about this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, there's always a little stuffy in his house. And it's kind of weird. And then I found out, I, I said, my mom wants me to pick up a, a furnace filter. You know what? He goes, I don't use those. <laughs> He never put a filter in his furnace. So all that stuff is flying through the air in his house. (laughs) So instead of where it's supposed to go, he just didn't put one in? Exactly. He just didn't put one in. Well, it wouldn't clog, I don't think. I'm not sure. It wouldn't clog, but you're breathing in all kinds of dust and whatever. It's like, Jesus, thanks. Oh, and public service announcement, don't build a fire in the living room to huddle around. Not a good idea. People have done that. Well, remember the Marx Brothers did that to Jack Warner. Did you ever hear that story? No. The Marx Brothers had a meeting with Jack Warner, you know, Warner Brothers, obviously. And he was, Jack Warner was late. When he finally did show up about an hour late, they were sitting around the fireplace. They had busted up all the furniture in the waiting area and were burning it in the furnace, in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be on time next time. What do you think of that? Jesus. That's a bold well, move, don't you think? That's the most yeah. ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I have a hide. God, I still love. What a genius Groucho Marx was. They, God, uh, you know, all three of them, though, were geniuses. Yeah, they were. The they only were. one who wasn't was Zeppo, the fourth one, who quit the team. That's right. He did. Why did he quit the team? He actually became, um, I, I think, he, did he become there? No, Gummo, the original, the fifth Marx yeah, brother, yeah, was right. the manager. Mm-hmm. Gummo? Gummo. Gummo. Zeppo was supposed to be sort of like the good-looking one, you know, but it did, he was only in a few movies. Yeah, he is. That's exactly right. And Harpo was smart. I just don't talk. I he love really him. was brilliant. He was, absolutely. And he was hilarious. Yeah, those are great things. No, no question about it. And, are there any, any good comedy movies that have come out recently? You guys know, because I've been trying to find one, and I can't find one. I watched um, Jennifer Lawrence's No Hard Feelings, and, of course, there's flaws in the story, but there... It was it entertaining. Some, it was entertaining when she when that fight scene goes down. I was loling. Um, yeah, that was a good movie. I did see that. She, oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, she was really good in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely understand that people be like, well, this didn't make sense or whatever, <laughs> but the dialogue was funny. There was funny parts in it, and to mm-hmm. laugh once or twice in a movie that hard is pretty fun. That was what a, a year or two ago when that came out. Yeah, I think it was a year ago. We just watched it last ago. week because it is on one of the streaming services. Right. I think it's on um, Netflix right. now. Yeah. It. Oh, when she... Okay, I, since you guys have seen it, she does a full-on fight, absolutely right. stark <laughs> naked. She's running out of the water, and be, and it's not like a... She's not, yep. like, hot in it. It's just, like, body... It was so funny, and she just commits to it, and I was, ac- I was actually laughing. 
That's how life should work. You got to laugh, don't you? You got to laugh. No question. And I think the comedy is not as good as it was because of the political correctness. Oh, there's no question about They're that. They're afraid to put something really funny in there. Don't make fun of anyone. Oh, God, really? Yeah, you make fun of me because I'll be crushed. Why would I give a rat's ass if you made fun of me? Who cares? No, I think Gummo changed comedy forever. Yes, that's what it was, Brittany. Gummo did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brittany, can you now you've got can, can you name all five of the original marks? You got we gave you two of them, three of them, four. Of I them. heard Gummo, Zippo, Harpo. Zippo, have, there's no Zippo. What was the Z one? He invented the lighter. Yes, oh. exactly. Wait, That's well, what Tom, he did, Tom. Tom, I missed it. What did you say the, the Z one was? Zeppo. Okay, so I only know those three now. Which what three did you just say? Gummo, Zeppo, and Zippo, and who? Harpo. Uh, Harpo. Tom said earlier. Harpo was good. What, what about the main Groucho? one? Yeah, Groucho. Groucho, uh, yeah. You know Groucho. It. Groucho and, seems like an obvious Marx. And yeah. Chico, which I thought was Chico most of my life. Yeah, it's Chico. Chico. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Those I like Chico craziest, better. Craziest discussion I've ever had. He was brilliant. I will tell you that he's one of the funniest men ever born and really smart. If you haven't seen the Marx Brothers, get out and, I mean, that stuff is long before any of us were born. Yeah. But it doesn't make any difference. They're that funny. It's still relevant today. It's still funny today. That's how good they were. And I the just... first movie was The Coconuts in 1929. Coconuts. <laughs> was it 29? Yep. They made a movie during the Depression? Uh, or maybe, just, yeah, it was was during the Depression. But most of their movies, were they were done making movies by the mid-30s. I tell you, I've mentioned this before, but I we started... We, I don't know. We took a couple of months off. We do that once in a while. We watch things, then we take a couple of months off. We started watching uh, the later episodes of The Righteous Gemstones. My God, that show is funny. That's so funny. You and I are on the same wavelength because we are on the latest season. And me and Justin mm -hmm. just the other day were like, we stopped. Why? I don't know why. We just yep. kind of paused it. And we then so we are re we are back on the uh, uh, righteous gemstone train it's so fun. the dialogue that sister judy is hilarious oh i gotta check this one out i haven't oh, seen, haven't it. seen it? but it okay oh, i have a new vow because i i watched it the latest episode i'm done watching these shows when it's one episode now you gotta wait till next week for the next right, one i don't right. want to wait i want to power watch we know bob that doesn't know. fit the power watching lifestyle i it's, hear you and i suck dubs Wants to power watch. You know the, the one I told you. president says not today. Fargo season four, Bob. I'm watching that power watching, watching five, four I power watched. 11 episodes in a row. Bob, yes. can we can we set the record straight? What's the minimum amount of episodes you need to watch in a row to, con to consider it power watching? Is it four? Is it five? No, it's the entire show. I assume. <laughs> he says, give me series or give me death. I assume Bob watches one, the, the first episode of a new show, and then when it gets over, he just like flips a little switch and he goes, power watch. And then oh, just the rest of the I'll weekend what, is gone. It, well, like this week, this is a power watching weekend. Absolutely. Oh, God, Cold yes. weather. Yep. You know, I got to find one. Maybe Righteous Gemstones. I, uh, oh, Bob. I, now, phenomenal. Well, I call it power watching, but I will admit I didn't sit from start to finish all 138 episodes of Suits, and I broke my other vow. I will never watch something that's more than two or three seasons. I got hooked on that show. I don't know what it was. Um, yeah. Suits? 
Suits. Yeah, it was a good show. Brittany Kevin gives me shit about it all the time. I don't love Kevin? Suits. I just watched it, and now apparently I'm the spokesperson for the entire series. Kevin Suits Pittman. Yeah. It, I it, will it, say I have a new respect. I had no respect, so I guess I have some respect for Meghan Markle because she was no worse an actor or actress than anyone else on that show. True. She was good on the show. Yeah. And the show definitely got worse when her and the main, I forget what his name is, the main character Mike. left Mike at the end of the, uh, I think it was at like the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. calm down, guys. Some oh, of us have right. yeah, okay. power watch. You, you know what? In Gone with the Wind, they break up at the end. Right. Oh, no. And the, the witch, she melts in The Wizard of Oz. Did I ruin it for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. My life has ended. There's a point where, you know what, you've had enough time to watch. Yeah. You know that I've never seen Gone with the Wind? I've never seen it. I actually, for, okay, I saw Gone with the Wind in uh, the Suburban. I saw it other times, but start to finish with, for the first maybe hour, Sid Hartman. And oh, then he got up and it was too much. He just got tired of watching and he left. <laughs> he is, I miss Sidney so much. And people don't realize, if you knew Sid Hartman, you miss him so much now. It's unbelievable. And like I said, Chad and I are really good friends. That's part of it, I suppose. But I miss getting those phone calls from Sid. Uh, Bernard, what the hell are you doing to radio now? He was always pissed off at me and, about something. Tom, I know I've told you, but once in one of the 84s when I first met him through his up to his death, I got him to phonetically say Sansevier. It was Sansevier. Every Zanzibar, other time. Yeah. Zanzibar. He could not say it. He thought it was Zanzibar, Zanzibar. Yeah, That's well, you know what? I would have liked to have seen Martina Navratilova sit down and have him God say damn it. <laughs> that was a classic. Do we still have that audio somewhere? Sid Hartman trying to say, Martina Navratilova. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, I oh, phenomenal. Sid. Didn't you love Sid? God, yeah. I love that man. I, I, I mean, he was the, the, he was a he was an interesting cat. Well, the only the only bad part of that Bob is just a very short time before he died. I was at Murray's sitting in his booth when he Ooh. came in, and he walked over and said, huh, "You're sitting in my booth," but he didn't recognize me. Oh. That, that kind of breaks my heart that the last time Sid and I saw one another, he didn't know who I was. See, I think there was a lot of that when he started having, like, he'd have a nurse with him at every Vikings yeah. game for the last yeah. few years. Yep. And that was because, but the good thing is she drove. Because <laughs> him driving, even in his prime, was a menace. Oh, well, first of all, his car, and I am not kidding, was loaded from the seats to the ceiling in the back and the passenger side to the front with paperwork. You could not see through his back window. Oh, no, you could ah. not. He had that much paperwork in his car that you couldn't see out the windows. Like, Sid, what are you doing? And I told you, I was going to a Timberwolves game, and this car, and it's always was the caddy. This car oh, yeah. cuts me, almost takes off my passenger fender and goes speeding in front of me. And I'm starting to say, you, oh, Sid. Oh, no. <laughs> you know who it is right away. <laughs> I love Sydney. Sydney, we miss you. That's all I have. If you're up in heaven, Oh, Here's today's sports hero, Martina Navratilova. She won the slim... Oh, crap. Once more time. <laughs> Here's today's sports hero, Martina Navratilova. Here's today's sports hero, Martina Navratilova. I know how to pronounce it, and I'm screwing it up. Go all the way back there, Larry. Don't be saving that crap. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here is today's sports hero, Martina Navarro. Damn it. <laughs> he goes, God damn it. Oh, that goes on oh, for like another minute and a half. What is, at the beginning, he said, what did he say? Once more time? Once more time. Yeah. Once more time. He's one of the guys I really miss because he would give me a call. Uh, Bernard, meet me over at the Lake Adel right there on Highway 12, which is now 394. Highway 12 will have lunch. And then his son would show up and his daughter would show up with the kids. And, oh, my God. His daughter could work him for cash. I mean, I, I was I was very impressed with her. Well, Sydney had a little money, you know. I don't know if people realize how wealthy Sid really was when he died. Lots. He had a lot of, I mean, he had a lot of real estate holdings. Yeah, he did. He did a lot of them. There's no question. All right, Sandy, a brilliant report. All right. Hey, and would one of them, well, not, uh, any one of you, would you let me know what time I'm on Monday or do I still stay at 8.50? I already you sent you a text about it. Yeah, Bob, can you when handle did you do that? You're not on Monday. Now? During the commercial break before this. Listen oh. to what I just said. We're not on on Monday. Yeah. Well, okay, Friday when I'm on again. Well, you taking Martin Luther King off? Yes, of course we are. One of the greatest human beings ever born. Well, you should Mike be on to celebrate his life. No, no, no. I'm no, no. no. The, the we, get to, we get to take all the white people holidays off. We get to stay home on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> yes, Brittany, thank you. Uh, next Friday, I'll see you all at 844 a.m. Now you just gave me a sad memory, Bob, when Martin Luther King looked at the TV camera and said, we'd all get there someday. I might not be here to get there with you. He knew somebody was going to take him out. He knew it. Well, Go back and watch his stuff because he knew there is no way that I can take this position and stay alive in the world. And he, he took it anyway because he wanted to get things yep. done. Yep. I always liked him. I mean, I never met him, obviously, but I liked him as a human being, just a really solid guy. Apparently, he was good with the women, too, from what I understand. Well, everybody followed him, men, women. Do you ever talk to his sisters? Because he's got a couple of sisters that I talk to once in a while. I haven't talked to him, I guess, in about a year now, but I used to talk to him all the time. Very nice people. Very religious people, actually. Well, they're all reverends, right? They're all reverends. That's very true. Thank you, Sandy. See you later. Have a great Monday and weekend, and stay warm while power watching. He will get it done, no question. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to bialkilaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. We shall take a break. Be right back. Great guest coming up next right up to this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard name service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carp. Go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize to enter the Pick Your Prize Contest. You could win one of 14 prizes, each worth $10,000. Like $10,000 in home improvements from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Or a LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lobanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens and a fantastic vacation. Or a two-year lease on a 2024 Kia from Loopy and Kia. For a complete prize list, go to TomBernardShow.com keyword prize. Enter daily now. Qualifiers selected daily starting March 18th. And one lucky finalist will pick their prize. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to love this headline. Good news, your next paycheck might be a little bigger. I, I actually have a little bit of news for you, Tom, if you don't mind. Uh, Lauren is running a bit early, so we actually have her on the line ready to go. We do. We do. Oh, excellent. We can get to that other one. See, Lauren, I was going to waste a bunch of time for the next five minutes until <laughs> we got to you, but thanks for jumping in early. I'm happy to be here. How's it going? Well, it's great to have you on, Lauren Patton. Ladies and gentlemen, Promoting Death and Other Details premieres Tuesday, January 16th, next Tuesday on Hulu. God, Lauren, Hulu gets, Hulu's got a lot of great programming, I think. I know it. I think they put out great stuff. And also, I got to give you a tip of the cap because no, you there is no bigger fan of Blue Bloods than me. I love that show. I love everything about it. You were great on it, so let me get that out of the way. Telling you how great you are. What do you think? (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. I appreciate What's a little bit of going, you know, Lauren, you weren't that great and that, but everything else was pretty. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You know, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you did a wonderful job. Lauren Patton, actress, singer, writer, best known for originating the role of Joe in the Broadway musical Jagged Little Pill, as well as playing Officer Rachel Witten in the crime series Blue Bloods. We're talking about death and other details today. What's that all about, Lauren? Well, it's a new murder mystery, and it follows a group of people who go on this vintage, lavish ocean liner and sail the Mediterranean, but then somebody gets murdered. So, of course, chaos ensues. But it's really super smart and funny, and you're going to be trying to figure out who did it the whole time. You know, Lauren, one thing that I I really, really miss, because back in the day, uh, I did a lot of movie trailers, but they don't do movie trailers anymore. They still do... I don't know if they do outside voices for TV trailers either, but I, yeah, I used to love doing movie trailers, but you know, I miss those. I know the classics where, where you would have a voiceover actor narrate the trailer, but those were classic. Oh, uh, why did they stop doing that? I don't know, but it makes sense because listening to you speak, you have a good voice for that. So I can, I envision it. Yeah, I have a good voice for that, but I don't have a, a good voice for you're a really nice person because it doesn't sound genuine. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's true. People are like, what are you mad at? I'm not mad at anything. What are you talking about? You're just serious. That's all. Ladies and gentlemen, said amidst the glamour of the global elite, death and other details centers on the brilliant and restless Imogene Scott, who finds herself in the wrong place, wrong time, becomes the prime suspect in a locked room murder mystery. See, this right down. Is it either down my alley or up my alley? I can't remember. It's one of the two. It's up my alley. Your alley, I think. So what's so death and other details centers? I guess I'm the brilliant. So are you the brilliant and restless Imogene Scott? I am not. That is played by the wonderful Violet Bean. But my character is Anna Collier, and that's Imogen's best friend. And they grew up together, kind of like sisters. And uh, Anna is the daughter of the Collier family who owns this multi-billion dollar company. And that's sort of what all the people are revolving around is this company. And Anna's poised to take it over. Lauren, I've been talking about this quite a bit lately because I've always been a big fan of television and movies and and all these things. No question about it. But I got to be honest with you. I think now because of streaming television, the movies on television, shows on television, um, there's, they're fun. I don't. It's the best it's ever been, Lauren. In my opinion, I think you're right. It's sort of like the golden age of television. Streaming has mm-hmm. really opened it up to have a lot of different types of TV shows, and there's just so much good, um, good storytelling that you can watch. There's no question about that. You, I, obviously, you love doing it. Does it take? I don't know why it would, but I don't want, actually to tell you the truth. I don't even know why I'm asking this, but does it take uh, less time to do? a television project as opposed to a movie, which used to take, God, sometimes it take on week after week after week after week. Is it a much more succinct business now, do you think? I think it depends on the type of show or the type of movie, right? Because sometimes sure. you'll do an indie film, and that'll shoot for two or three weeks. Uh, and a television show like for us, we filmed 10 episodes. We filmed over the course of about four months. But also, it can be kind of prolonged. You know, we filmed the pilot episode first in 2021, and mm-hmm. then we uh, came back and filmed the season in 2022, and now here we are, beginning of 2024, and it's finally coming out. 
God, that's funny, Lauren, because you just said that. And I, I do this every year, swear to God. What do you mean 2024? Oh, that's right, it is. Honest <laughs> <laughs> to God. It's like, pay attention, Tom. That might be a good, uh, good plan. So now, Lauren, where did you grow up? I grew up outside of Chicago. I love Chicago. I used to work there a lot, as a matter of fact. A-plus was my agent. They were wonderful. Yeah. But it's but I, I just, the reason I asked... Great. Oh, did you work there as well? I did, yeah. Yeah, that's where I got my start. I did commercials and voiceovers and uh, theater in Chicago as a kid. I, I thought you looked familiar because I think I've met you before. It was a really cool place. I loved it. It was a wonderful deal. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to grow up in Chicago, first of all, Chicago is one of the best cities in America. I love the place, no question. Mm-hmm. But, but the voiceover, the acting, the theater, all the rest of it, were you when a little kid, did you just look around and went, wait, this is what I want to do? Yeah, you know, my family is not an acting family. It's just something that I wanted to do from the time that I was a child. And I was fortunate. I had really supportive parents, and they got me into community theater. And uh, I've been doing it my whole life because of that. See, I think that's a wonderful thing. Living live the dream, sister. That's all I'm saying, right? Yeah. Okay, so Tuesday. January 16th, day after Martin. A lot of people have Monday off because of Martin Luther King Day, which is a wonderful uh, tribute to a great man, no question about it. Then we can sit down and watch uh, Hulu. And by the way, I, I do think, and, and again, I'm not just saying this, Lauren, because you're on Hulu, but Hulu, I think, does the premier job with streaming. They do a really great job with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, you look at this season. They have only murders in the building. They've got the bear. I mean, they have really excellent television. So I'm excited to be part of it. No question about that. Do you, uh, do you, because of streaming now, I've never asked anybody this question, Lauren. So you're going to have the first answer to this question. Okay. Is is there a lot more work because of streaming, uh, streaming now for actors and actresses? I do think that, yes, there, there are more television opportunities because, it just has opened up um, who's producing work. There's just more producers and therefore more content. See, I think that's a wonderful thing. We were, by coincidence, we were just talking about this about an hour ago on the show that we just, uh, you sit down now, boy, if you can't find something to watch because of streaming, you got some mental problems or you got some kind of problem because every night you want comedy, you want drama, you want whatever. It's all right. And I, look, Lauren, I, I'm kind of sad that the movie theater business is not what it used to be. And I hope it does come back in some way, shape or form. I don't know. I agree. If it will. Yeah, isn't it sad, kind of? Well, I think there is something very special about seeing a film on the big screen in a theater. But I think, you know, things are happening to try to preserve it. I know different award shows are now requiring an exhibition in theaters for a certain amount of time. So, you know, I think there are steps being taken to preserve it. But, of course, it has fundamentally changed with everything, the advent of streaming. Yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Lauren, is there one role, and I all, I ask this a lot, people this a lot, is there one role you've always wanted to do that you haven't been able to do yet and maybe someday you can get it done? Is there is there one person you wanted to play? You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm always bad at this question because I think in my career I've done a lot of new work. And so mm-hmm. my answer to it is I, I never know because I'm excited by what people are writing and what's new. So I never know what's around the corner and what's going to be, oh, my God, the role that I've dreamed of. 
so to me, it's, it's always exciting to read new work and see what's out there and get inspired by that. No question about it. Now, don't take this, you know, wrong because I ask everybody who's ever been on Blue Bloods because uh, I've never met them, never talked to them. Again, you know, I've been in this business for 53 years, so I pretty much talked to everybody in the business, but I've never talked yeah. to Tom Selleck. Is he as great a guy as he seems? He is a really wonderful guy. Yeah. That's he what I hear from everybody. Incredibly lovely to me. Very kind man. No question. He's not a bad looking fella either, wouldn't you think? No, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's so are you kidding? Ridiculous. Lauren will be watching on Tuesday, January January sixteenth on Hulu Death and Other Details. Lauren Patton, you're a wonderful guest, Lauren. Please come back. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks a lot, Lauren Patton, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm very serious about that. Streaming has changed viewing forever, and I. Well, there's no question that right now streaming is much better than movie theater, but they're not making stuff for movie theaters anymore. I mean, I, I, I was just talking to Bernie Lauer about this a couple of days ago that I did Marcus theaters forever because they sponsored, you know, uh, part of the show and to not, you know, be doing Marcus theaters at this point or whatever. I, do you think movie theaters, and I'm asking you guys this because you're right in the middle of that 25 to 35 or 37 or whatever. Do you think the movie theaters will make a comeback? Hmm. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that we're at a point where it's kind of that like pivoting because I see movie theaters finally accepting the fact that they have to pivot. They're being creative about mm. some stuff. Like if there's a kid's movie, they'll put on a, like a, um, Hey, this is a kid's show. Like this is a, a, uh, just to give everyone a heads up that people will sing loudly mm -hmm. um, and dance. And so they're looking at it more event-wise, and I think that's so smart. And in the way that they are marketing going to movies, you know, Mean Girls is coming up, and they're trying to make it very, like, lean into groups, okay. lean into, like, the Marvel group, the mm -hmm. you know, like, whatever groups. And But it's hard to imagine because it's definitely when you go there, there aren't as many people working, um, a lot of times you have to do like the digital tickets and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe they can streamline and figure out how to do this and still make money. Yeah. Cause, and I think that the days of everybody going in and sitting in a stadium style seating to just watch the movie, that's mm -hmm. kind of dead and gone. Maybe if you have your big, you know, Taylor Swift or Barbie, you have one or two rooms that are like that for those films, but it's almost I think they would need to pivot to like a lounge type feel where like a lot of them have the, you know, more comfortable furniture and it's maybe only 20 people in the same room. Cause I think people would be more likely to, you know, if it's an experience and you're not just crammed in there where you feel like it's a, you know, a rotating door of people in and out, you pay more for that experience and you want that intimacy, I guess. Give me more <laughs> gimmicks too. Like yeah. intermission. I love intermission, especially on these oh, yeah. films. Yep. I don't want to mm -hmm. have to like dehydrate myself knowing I'm going to a movie. And then I'm like, you know, I got the dry mouth for t three hours. Like, I, I, you know, I just want another sip of the icy that I bought, but oh, I don't want to have to go to the bathroom mm -hmm. in like the most crucial time. Cause I waited past the boring dialogue where whatever, but now it's the action scene at the end. It's the penultimate battle. And, Oh God, I really gotta. I want that. But then, uh, like giveaways too for some of these like main like big movies. I know you always have like these special popcorn buckets or for mm -hmm. Saltburn, which um, I know we talked about. Uh, I think yesterday I saw people got these like 
bathtub like gravy pours or something like that. Like, and it's limited edition yeah. stuff, but something like that to where you, you in, in the lounging aspect that you brought up, Tevin, yeah. that's phenomenal. Because, like, for me, like, if you told me there was a room that had, you know, a couple couches in there and mm-hmm. it was, like, essentially you put your living room in the movie theater, I would go, I'd be more likely to go there and I would have no problem paying, you know, $20, $25 or whatever the cost is to get in per ticket. Yep. And then, so, yeah, rather than, because if, if you're in a room full of, you know, 50 people and half of them keep getting up and going and talking. That's more distracting than if you're in a, you know, a smaller group of people. Uh, and etiquette too is a big thing that I think needs mm-hmm. to switch back around. I, I hear too many stories um, about, and I haven't been uh, to a movie now in a, in, a, in a little bit recently, just cause the mm-hmm. last time I was there, it was just constant talking and people on their phones. And then, you know, I I don't want to be confrontational. Be like, hey, I need you to sh- I need you to shut up. You know, I need I'm trying to watch this. But then you know they then all of a sudden I'm the bad guy because it's not important to oh look we got a guest we got a special guest Ethan's with us. Hi Ethan. Can you say hi Ethan? Mm-hmm. You're not interested. <laughs> Did you like the zoo yesterday? Where's Bob? Oh, he's too fascinated. <laughs> he's pointing to the U. He Hat. points to Brittany. Here we go. Hat. You like Brittany? Hat. Did Bob Bob have his hat on? <laughs> well, he's just amazed by this. He's sitting here looking. He's like, this is unbelievable. This is amazing. Uh, All these people in this Hats. little. <laughs> there we go. Daddy. Daddy. You want to go see Daddy? Yeah. Oh, Daddy talks in that microphone. Yeah, You're right. That's Daddy's mic. And Nana, Nana too, yeah. Daddy and Nana and Bop Bop. Exactly right. Yeah, we took him to the zoo yesterday. Phone. And it was fun. What? Phone. Headphones? Yeah, you got headphones. That's Uncle AJ. All right, man. there we go. <laughs> I'm in the family. That's Kevin. You already stared at Brittany. Bop Bop. Bop Bop's up there too. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Uh, that's one of those situations. What? I have to kick you out because you're interrupting Daddy. Daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, whoa, 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 let's not do that. You try to grab my... Buttons. No, buttons. buttons. You oh, press push the buttons. all the buttons. Push all the buttons. Let's push the buttons. We'll be done early today. Push all the buttons. <laughs> exactly. Weekend starts now. <laughs> yes, do that with your giggles. Yeah. Yes. Who wants to push all the buttons? I love some chaos. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Coming right on. I'll be right on. That's a problem I have having go-go is we do a lot of blow kisses, and now that has bled over into my real life mm-hmm. where I constantly blow kisses. Yeah, he was also not receptive to your blown kisses. No, he, I can tell he's not a blow kisses kind of kid. My kid, literally, every time she wants to get out of something, she'll say, wave and go Mwah, and it's so offensive because sometimes i'll be like in mid conversation and she'll do it to somebody like you're boring bye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see now right there i'm te- i'm just telling you how people can be so miserable in their lives and hate everybody you know what once you have a family once you have a wife a husband you get kids you got grandkids or whatever it's 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 magnificent oh that's my yeah my favorite part is uh on days that we don't have daycare is I get to run out of here and get I get one hour before she takes a nap where we just play hard and we just laugh it's the greatest she's so fun I mean if you don't have a family I suppose if you don't want a family it's a different deal but yeah I could never go through my life being pissed off about everything somebody says on television news because they're just trying to piss you off anyway 
you know, stir the pot so you'll tune back in and make sure everything. He's still trying to get in here. Oh, yeah. He's full on punching the glass. <laughs> well, he and I get along pretty well. I get along really well with the grandkids. But, no, that's just the whole deal. Just be happy. Enjoy your family. Calm down. I mean, in this job, somebody always said, is that job stressful? I sit and bullshit in a microphone. How could that possibly be stressful? Right? Yeah. I suppose unless you want to be like, you know, I don't know, whatever. What would push you so hard that it'd be stressful to work in radio or podcast? I know. I always tell people that, too, is like worst case scenario in our job is we don't go on air. Nobody dies. There's yeah. no right. need to run around and yell. I've, I've had producers freak out, you know, when you've gone off air and things like that. And it's like, listen, I think we've probably all been in life and death situations. This is not one of it will never be one of yeah. them. Like, relax. If, if the world doesn't hear my voice, they're not going to like bleed out somewhere. Um, it will be fine. What if they do hear your voice and they bleed out? I assumed you were going to say that. And I, as I said <laughs> it, I go, me. here's how he's going to twist it. You know me long enough to know that was coming next, I yes. suppose. Cheers to that. No, I just, I see, like a lot of people, oh, don't let the kids come in. No, let the kid. This is part of life. I know it's a podcast and all the rest of it, but I, I have a life. You have a life as well. So the kid wants to come in, sit down for a couple minutes. Good. Glad yeah. to glad to see it. Right? Oh yeah. I right. Mean, and and odds are if the kid that wants to come in isn't allowed to come in, there might be some crying, which is gonna last longer than the thirty seconds <laughs> of him just coming in. That's oh my true. god. I can't let go go know this exists that I'm here. It would be Yeah. She yep. would be insanity, but Ethan handles it pretty well when they're like, no, you can't go in there. He's like, all right, cool. I'll go <laughs> hang out with Daisy. How old is she now? 14, 15 months, something like that? She's 19 months. 19 months or over a year and a half. God, that was quick. I. It feels insane. Like It feels, really does. Uh, yeah. At what point do you stop counting months? Probably at two. I think at two because like there's a huge. I know it sounds crazy, but there's a huge difference between if I say she's one years old, like one and one and a half. That is, you know, a fifty percent rise in her age. Like that, eighteen months is kind of like the standard where you start. Mm -hmm. Like there is so much development. I I said she was one until she was one and a half, but there's huge developmentally what changes between one and one and a half. That's why people always mark it. Okay. Okay, I have to ask a question. Who set up the camera for Officer I, Dave? We're going to we fix are, it in the break. Yeah, we are we'll his view from his crotch. It is alarming. He, I don't love he looks it. Like, I feel like... He looks like Jack Reacher just towering <laughs> over the rest of no, us. We want to get like, bigger than ever. It looks like Jesus. one of those, like, a new movie maker was like, I have a very, like, during, like, a sex scene, like, I have a very intriguing shot we're going to try. And, like, this is the view from his crotch. No, this is the point of view if you just got in a fight and, like, you just got yeah. knocked on your ass by yeah. Officer <laughs> Dave. This is, by yeah. Dave. Yeah, he's just towering over you. If you tried to like rob a store in his jurisdiction, this is the view you get as you lay down. Go fan. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's so many things to fix it, and that is only one of them. It is wild. It's it's okay, guys. Like like Brittany just said, nobody's gonna die. Right? Yeah, Brittany. Is somebody gonna bleed out because Officer Dave's feelings seem to be really hurt when I added one comment? We have to take a break because we have Tim Lammers coming up. Officer Dave in with us. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app.
You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key. West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business, or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows and the original My Slippers, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more.